Consumer Culture, the show where Jesse talks about wrestling, while I, your host, Adam, uh, shotgun this rock star and play some Diablo 3. Hello, Jesse. How are you? Joke's on you. I'm playing Spider-Man. You got to talk more today. No, you piece of shit. You turn it <laughs> off. Man, I thought we were doing um, Astamania for a minute when that music started. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, okay, so for like the wrestling episodes, I wanted to pull something for the intro mm-hmm. uh, somewhat relevant. And I yeah. pulled Ricochet's music, and right. I was like, because of his match with Pete Dunne. And literally oh, two God. minutes ago, while we were talking, I just had this like stroke of genius of like I was like w- looking over the All In card one more time, just to, like refresh my memory, and I was just right. like, no, I got to get Black Machismo's music. It's uh, it's like wrestling graduation bullshit, and it's great, I, but like fancy dancing. I played that song so many times my freshman through junior year because we didn't we like the band played graduation like we did not have a recording or anything like that we sat in the corner because like we did it at at, we graduated in the DeSoto (laughs) Civic Center where TNA Slammiversary 2008 was held right uh hilarious yeah and um and we would sit in the corner on the floor and play that song 70 fucking times <laughs> while everyone got graduated. Yeah, it was the worst. Yep. How are you doing, Jesse? I'm doing super awesome. Doing we are here. Good. We are here Life to talk about fantastic. wrestling. Talk about the last month of wrestling. Wrestling. Uh, we don't have 70,000 matches of New Japan to talk about, so I don't predict this one going three hours, um, but we'll only see. Only 1,000 May Young matches. Now we mm. won't go through each one of those. Yeah, no, There's a few standouts. Um, yeah, I have a simple rundown of that. Absolutely, that that's I a good rundown. Yeah, I need to like pull up a list of that stuff. But we'll uh, talk about the first event of the month. I was about to was say, all first in. Day. Yeah, all September in. 1st, all yep. in. So It was like, what, probably a day after we recorded our last... Uh, wrestling super thing. Yeah, yeah, because we would have recorded that on, I guess August thirty first. Yeah, of, yeah. wasn't it? Saturday. No. I keep yeah, forgetting it was that. A Saturday. Yeah, because um, I think we finished and then Noobs came in. It's like, hey, all ends tonight, and we we're like, that's oh right. shit. He came in. And he said, What's <laughs> that's what record? we like, just finished recording. Yeah, we finished and he's recording like, hey, all ends coming on. Yeah, we were fin- we finished recording. We were BSing, and he like messaged me. He's like, what y'all recording? And I was just like, wrestling. Uh, and then, yeah, we went up and, and watched All In with him. Uh, so, for a little bit of background, All In is the biggest non-WWE wrestling show in America in a very long time. Uh, or, like, non-WWE slash WCW, yeah. which uh, counts as so WWE. Good. It was, it was uh, so much fun. It was a show that people thought was, like, was impossible. Uh, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks got this idea of... Let's like uh, the legend is it, it started from a Dave Meltzer tweet 
Um, which is amazing that anything like it's the first good thing to ever come out of anything Dave Meltzer has ever done. Well, well, uh, specifically, and I think this is starting to happen more and more. It's trying to prove Dave Meltzer trying to prove wrong. him wrong because somebody yeah. said, "Will someone like could someone like Ring of Honor sell out ten thousand seats at an arena?" And he said, "Like no, nobody but WWE could do that." And he said, Cody not Rhodes, a, not a million years. Yeah, and so Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks were like, "We could do that." And so they first announced it in May. Yeah, yeah. He said, "If super early." So in May 2017, a fan asked Meltzer if ROH could sell 10,000 tickets. He said, "Not anytime soon." Cody took it as a challenge and responded, "I'll take that bet, Dave." So. Mm-hmm. December 31st, 2017, uh, they announced it. They announced that they were looking at different venues. Uh, January 10th, it was announced that it would take place on September 1st. March 5th, they announced it was at the Sears Center in Chicago, um, which is where uh, we're about to watch a show there, because that's where Bound for Gory 2008 was. Um, yeah. And Chicago Marks, baby. Right. Uh and so then they started just announcing different people to get booked to the show. And so, and then they had StarCast, which was this whole uh, pod, like wrestling podcast convention thing that went along with it that Conrad Thompson put on, who uh, does uh, something to wrestle with. There, yeah. Oh, yeah, just Pritchard, guys, Bischoff, brilliant. DDP, Jarrett. Fucking uh, Scott Steiner. He, oh, yeah, he was, wasn't Man, so I was looking through, because they broadcast a bunch of stuff on Fight from StarCast. Right. And you can, like, you can, like, buy the individual panels. And there was one that I wanted to see that was, uh, it was something like, um, wrestling trivia or something like that. And it got yeah. canceled, and I'm mad, because I wanted to watch that. Huh. But yeah, if you're interested in any of that stuff, uh, um, you can go back and like find it on a fight. You know, you can watch like the apparently the uh, Andy Kaufman thing uh, was really good. Um, and it's the, like ten. The bucks. legend. Yeah. Uh, so so we go into uh, all in with the pre-show that was on WG in America. Uh, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, SoCal Uncensored, uh, Kaz and Scorpio Sky defeated the Briscoes. Lewis said about the Briscoes, the better. They had a 19-person battle royal to determine the number one contender for the ROH World Championship. Going into the show, one of the big storylines is Flip Gordon. Flip Gordon's this guy from Ring of Honor. He wrestles with the, the Bucks and Cody a lot. And on the YouTube show... So, this show was really good for people who watched Being the Elite, which was the... Uh, Kenny and the Young Bucks and Cody's YouTube series. Yeah, the um, like eighty percent of the storylines and stuff promoted were mostly through the YouTube series. Yes, it was mostly being the elite, uh, which is fascinating. Yeah, and, and it, so and it worked as absolutely. far as you can tell because like everybody, most people in that in that uh arena knew the storylines going in is fucking great. Yeah, they had pretty solid uh video packages too that covered yeah. everything, and you knew what you needed to know. Um, let me see. So, and so the thing was, is flip getting booked on the show and Cody just kept saying flip ain't going to get booked. Flip's never going to get booked. Flip's never going to get booked. Flip. And ha, 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 fuck that guy. Flip got into the battle Royal and won, getting a Hilarious. shot for the ROH world championship on all in. So he got on the show. 
Um, first match on the show was Matt Cross beating MJF. This was yeah. a match that, like, listen, the show went long. Time had a lot of time had to get shaved off of the main event. Yeah, this match shouldn't have been on the show. Like, they should have yeah. uh, gotten rid of this match and just, you know, they, they, this show could have had one fewer match. Um, yeah. Apparently, or, people are specifically blaming Okada and Marty Scroll for whatever reason. They are like that match did go over. It did. It went you, forever. You, Twenty-six minutes. Well, like it was a great match and it deserved it that good. time. But you could. There's parts in that match where, like, the ref was like on the side of the ring saying, "Go home, go home." <laughs> uh, Are you guys still? Yeah. So then we have Christopher Daniels defeating uh, Stephen Amell, Arrow, in uh, a fun little storyline match. So good. Um. Was it? No, I think it was just uh, Stephen Amell wanted to wrestle, and like he, uh, um, Daniels did as a favor to Cody or something. But mm-hmm. I don't think it was like a huge. I don't know, but they, uh, they, they, Daniels like... was the best guy for that. Yeah, Daniels like... may be one of the safest indie wrestlers oh, in yeah. history. And like they, and just, Amell uh... did some good spots. Like it was I'm great. very like proud for him, and I hope. I, I think he's not going anywhere as far as wanting to be part of this like world oh, and stuff absolutely um yeah it was a fun I, little I, time i just uh, appreciate Stephen mel he he apparently is like the general the big papa of um the Arrowverse, like behind the scenes like all the oh, people yeah. around oh, there mother um, fuck turn the, turn the playstation off i can hear you jamming on the controller <laughs> i can hear you hitting buttons on the controller i'm not actually playing diablo don't play video games while you record this show that's funny <laughs> God, from there I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have this conversation with myself. From there we go to Chelsea Blanchard or Tessa Blanchard, Chelsea Green, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Madison Rain in a survival match. Uh, great match. Uh, what do you think, Adam? I really enjoyed it. It was a fun time. I can um, hear you clicking all the time on your keyboard, so I'm sorry. Well, yeah, because I'm looking up stuff. I know from you're looking show. up stuff. Um, anyway <laughs> uh, also chelsea green so chelsea green was um laurel van ness and tna or impact wrestling uh pretty good she was on tough enough you might remember and she's dating Zack Ryder. right you, right and i remember her from tough enough do you remember she was uh she was daniel bryan's clara lynch when Becky was feuding with Bree and she brought in Daniel Bryan's physiotherapist and she was like, Daniel Bryan's cheating on you with his physiotherapist. That oh, was Chelsea Green. God, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great match. Tessa Blanchard won as she should. Uh, yeah, she's, man. She's so good. She I, is on it. It is, like, it is her world right now. It just... Like, there's a lot of bonehead things you can look at with uh, WWE, but not signing Tessa Blanchard after last year's May Young. Like, she's super young, and she's had a long career ahead of her, but, man, not signing her was just a dumb... They, they definitely fixed that this year because they signed, like, half of the people in this match. They either already signed or they re-signed people, but we'll yeah. talk about that. Then you had the biggest match on the card for a lot of different reasons. Cody versus Nick Aldis for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. Um, yeah, and I 
I don't know. I love that it was in the middle of the card. It felt right. Like it was Absolutely. really smart, and everything about it was just old school mm-hmm. NWA booking. It was. It was a. It was an old school booked match. God, his dad would have been so fucking tons proud. Of, tons of 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 outside interference. Big storyline match. You like those old, like those old Dusty and Ric Flair matches. Yeah, bladed. So yeah, yeah. In with colored. a goddamn roll up, which is great, or a. Yeah. Um, a small, what is it, like a package sunset Small package, roll up, it's yeah. schoolboy. It's kind of all the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was fucking... It was, was so, so good. good. It was a great time and just an emotional moment. Like, was it something like 37 years later, Cody won his dad's title? Yeah, it was And like, man, like, it's... it's beautiful. If you, if you can think about that without getting a lump in your throat, you can fucking leave. Because, uh, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was an incredible moment. Him sitting there... He dyed his hair back blonde, and I think he's already gone back to brown. <laughs> That's awesome. I like, like that. With with the blood in like matting his hair, looking like his dad, holding on to so, his father's title. So I I know nothing will come of it, but I hope that um I don't know, Triple H at least, you know, said one sentence before Vince shot it down. But you know, apparently, um Dustin, uh, Goldust, he's looking to retire pretty soon. Oh, I mean, he, and, he's going to be know, out for a while. He got, he's like, he got major surgery on both arms. Oh, well, maybe like, that's he why he's thinking to retire. Maybe he super want injured. Big, yeah, maybe like, he, he doesn't want a big back. final match. But if he did, I just imagine, like, if they could yeah. just bring Cody in for, like, a storyline around that title for just, you know, on NXT or something. I don't know. I mean, if anything, but, it would be... Or at Starcade at the house show or some shit. Yeah, but, yeah, Goldust ain't gonna be back by then. Um, yeah. No, like, if anything, it's gonna be Goldust has his final match in WWE, and then Dustin Runnels has his final match against... It. Like, if that's how you want to do it, it would have to be Goldust le- Dustin leaving WWE. Yes, it and, would wrestling cody on the indies mm-hmm. um and like it was such an emotional great match even the but the most so they all came out with their entourages and in cody's entourage was glacier yeah there's a story there that i want to know um, apparently he's really good friends with dusty like uh, like they were locker room buddies that doesn't surprise me that yeah. sounds like he would be super tight with dusty i feel yeah like um definitely. All but those yeah. kind of guys were for sure. Oh yeah, DDP, Tommy Dreamer. You know. Oh yeah, I meant like Glacier's group of guys oh. with like big dudes with like, bad gimmicks that didn't freaking, get anywhere. Yeah, like about all to say, those guys, the, the Merry Jobbers and yeah. WC, like the Yete. Yeah. Um. So from there we go to not a very emotional thing. Uh, Hangman Page defeating Joey Janela. So. The storyline in this was that Hangman Page murdered Joey Ryan. Straight like, up killed him. He's dead. Murdered him. Uh, they advertised for dead. StarCast. They advertised the ghost of Joey Ryan. The ghost of Joey Ryan. Uh, I hope and, he was covered in flour. Yeah. And so he had, Hangman Page ended up getting rid of his cowboy boots because they haunted him because they knew about because they knew that he murdered Joey Ryan. They and told he, him all the time, like, we know what you did. Yeah, we know what you did. <laughs> fucking and so, boots. And so... Um, I guess he decided I'm going to murder everyone named Joey. So he, he went after Joey Janela. <laughs> they started calling him Joey Killer halfway the through Joey the Killer. fucking match. 
Uh, <laughs> Joey so Killer. He, That's so great. He was fighting Joey Janela, who's this really good indie wrestler who is like making a name for himself in these big like he he has like Joey Janela's spring break events. Like he had a big one at WrestleMania weekend. Uh, but he's gotcha. not going to for a while because he fucked up his knee something fierce a few days ago. He oh, probably shit. tore his ACL. He's probably going to be out for about a year. Oh, man. Um, and okay. So he, he's beating down Joey Janela. He tries to choke him or asphyxiate him with a trash bag. And then Penelope Ford, the lady who came out with Janela, uh, really grabs, grabs, grabs a trash bag, throws it at Joey or throws it at Adam. Adam gets the trash bag and his boots fall out of it, which we all called ahead of time. Like when that oh, yeah. happened, we were all like, "Oh my god!" Oh, and she had the bag. bag. It's like the boots are in that yep. fucking thing. And so he runs away. He ends up beating Joey Janela. The yeah. lights go out. There is a video of a like dead Joey Ryan in a bed, and his the camera pans down to his crotch, where a penis rises to life. Eight men in inflatable penis outfits walk out. The like and Undertaker organ music, like like under yeah, like Undertaker organ music. They walked out like the Undertaker druids. Uh, the announcers called it a phalanx of phalluses. <laughs> and then Joey Ryan's music hits, and he runs out. The Joey Ryan has risen. It's the res erection. Uh, he resurrection runs, by erection. He runs into the ring. Uh, Dick flips Adam Page. And Adam Page is carried out of the arena by the inflatable penis people. Rest in penis. Everyone just chanting rest in penis. And there were shirts was, up the next day. And it was, it was so good. Like, rest it was the type of thing. Penis. It was the type of thing that makes me happy and makes me hate people like fucking. Uh, um, God, why can't I remember his name? I just had it. Dave Meltzer? No. Oh my god. What's happening? I'm gonna play Spider-Man while you think of this. Why can't I'm I joking. fucking name? I don't... I wish I could help you. Dude I who punched Santino. The dude fucking, who punched Santino? Fucking... Oh my Bob god. Bob Holly? No. Hardcore Holly. Not no. Bob Holly. Bob Holly's it. Dude, you punched Santino. There's oh a lot my of guys God. who punched Santino. Fuck. <laughs> it's in real life. Jim Cornette. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Why shit fucker. I, Got him. Why couldn't I remember Got. Jim Cornette's God. name? Jim Cornette's hey, like, a bitch. Jim Cornette hate, like, just yelled about how much he hated that entire segment. And it's just <laughs> like, you have been lapped, my friend. Good day. Uh, yeah, you're, uh, it was so much fun. It not matter anymore, brother. It was so much fun. Yeah. And, like, I'll even shout out to people, like, as they talked about on something to wrestle, like, Bruce Pritchard is like, listen, I'm, I don't like that stuff. I don't get that stuff. But, like, that doesn't mean that it shouldn't happen. Like, it's just a different style. Uh, uh, so from there, we go to uh, Jay Lethal and Flip Gordon. So apparently there's this ongoing story. This is not the first time it's happened. The story I have with Jay now is if somebody, like, hits him on his left shoulder... He yeah. turns into Black Machismo. <laughs> and if somebody hits him on his right shoulder, he turns back into Jay Lethal. That's so there's a awesome. shot so there's a shot of Jay Lethal backstage. Somebody hits him on the left shoulder and hands him the sunglasses. And we lose our minds, because if you listen to Pastamania, we are going through uh TNA in two thousand eight, which was the height of Black Machismo. So we just start yelling. Uh 
and he comes out with Lanny Poffo, uh, Randy Savage's brother, wearing a shirt. Lanny Poffo's wearing a shirt that is Jay Lethal and Lanny Poffo on it, and it said, like, brother f- brothers from other mothers. Beautiful. <laughs> Fucking and it's just Poffo's a great, great. fun little storyline match. Like, uh, Flip Gordon was never going to win. Jay thought that, like, Flip Gordon came out with Brandy Rhodes. Jay thought that Brandy was Elizabeth. He kept yanking her from Flip's corner into his corner. He gets in the ring and puts Brandy on his shoulder like Macho Man would do with Elizabeth. It was really fun. It was a really good time. Jay ended up winning. Like, a couple, like one time, Brandy hit him on the shoulder to turn him back into Jay Lethal, and he just had a few moments of like, oh my god, what am I doing? I don't know what I'm Where doing here. Where am I? What yeah. Is- and then and then Lanny hit him on the other shoulder and turned him back. It was so much fun. Ooh, and after match, after the match, Bubba Ray came out and just laid them both out. So that's where we're going with the uh, ROH title. Next up was the match on the card that everybody was excited to see: Kenny, Kenny Omega versus Pentagon Junior. God, Pentagon, so fucking so noob. Our friend Noobs, who's on Passamania with us, had never that was his seen first him Pentagon. wrestle before. That was his first Pentagon match, and he's just captivated. And God damn, the the dude can just like he hushed the entire fucking crowd. Mm-hmm. He, I think, right now, or maybe a little while before, I think he is at the height of the indies that Broken Hardy was. Where he can just be in any indie arena and people Absolutely. fucking understand, like holy shit, this is this is Pentagon. He has a presence to him that most wrestlers don't have, and every right. wrestler wants to have. Yeah, and like he he uh you know, no- noobs change around real quick because he was like motherfucker looks like fucking Mortal Kombat and uh Ninja Turtles villain, <laughs> and, and he does, but then he fu- then he just fucking goes, and it was. So- Oh, good. It's so and good. Then the I mean, end it was... of the match. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was no, leaning to you. No, but no. Oh. <laughs> I was letting you go. But no. yeah, at the end of the match, uh, Penta lost um, to a one way angle, though, which is fine. And then the lights went to. out and go back out, didn't he? Oh, God, I forgot about that. I totally yeah. forgot that this happened. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> and the, the lights went out, the lights come back on, and it doesn't seem like anything Penta's still down and then Penta gets up and beats the shit out of Kenny Omega but then we realize that he has different tattoos he has dad was, rock tattoos because the, one, the god like, of dad rock yeah, so like the lights went out and the they, well, they were for a long time a long and time and a then long time so we people thought, thought like, it was an actual like, th- like power I, problem I was just like oh you guys I think the power might have actually gone out because like, I think which I think is why it. they played it that way too. oh yeah because yeah the announcers were selling it as because it was like oh my god what is this they were just like well you know it's a live show and it's the first time we've done this and yeah. it comes back up and there's Penta and like all right here we go and Penta gets up and I was just like. Guys, guys, this is our Pentas Tet. That, yeah. That's Chris Jericho. That's Chris Jericho. Like, and and he, he, he pulled it off. Fucking and he Y2J. hits him with the code breaker. He hits, he hits Kenny with the code breaker, rips the mask off. And it was ju- he was just there to promote the Jericho Cruise. I know. Jericho, just see you at the Jericho Cruise, See you bitch. at the Jericho Cruise. And, like, because Jericho and Kenny are not in a feud. If anything, Jericho's in a feud with Tetsuya Naito. Uh, yeah, like, who's still having problems with, with um, fucking... Uh, Suzuki right now, so we'll see when that yeah, comes he, back. He beat Suzuki at Destruction, so yeah. that's um, fair. But yeah, like, end. but like, yeah, he uh, he hit him with code breakers at seeing on the Jericho Cruise. It was yeah, he's not. In a, it was just a cool moment, like for that show, like that moment. Oh yes, I think that sh- like that single moment pushed that show into the next level because it's a very inter- it was a very entertaining show overall. 
but mm-hmm. that moment like made it like it, it i don't want to say legitimized it but it legitimized it uh, I, i'll agree like man it's it's really good jericho. This shit's it's great. chris jericho it's chris fucking jericho uh he, he's doing great right now yeah it's such a good time such a good time uh from there we get kazuchika okada uh versus marty skrull so going into this, the storyline was that Marty Skrull was like a junior heavyweight in in uh, New Japan, and he wants to get to that next level. He wants to be up there with guys like Kenny and Okada, and Okada just doesn't take him fucking seriously. Yeah. Like, Okada just calls him, like, he just keeps saying 205 to him, because uh, Marty Skrull weighs uh, less than 205, which makes him like a little cruiserweight. And beforehand... Again, if you don't watch Being the Elite, the little thing they had beforehand with the two voices talking to uh, Marty Skrull, like, the two people, like, off-screen giving yeah. Marty Skrull shit, if you didn't watch Being the Elite, that was the most confusing thing in the world. Yeah, I didn't understand what it was. Because that's a running gag on Being the Elite. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, great match, went very long, longest match on the card, 26 minutes. But told an incredible story, made Marty Skrull look like a million bucks. And even though Okada won, it really felt like Skrull earned Okada's respect and he can hang with those people. Oh, yeah. So good. Um, And from there, we went into the main event, uh, which was not this big like title match, but it was the biggest names. It was the Golden Elite, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, and Kota Ibushi versus uh, Bandito. Phoenix and Rey Mysterio. Um, Rey and his clone and then when, some other guy. Rey, his clone, and the person to take the pin. Yes. But. <laughs> Bandito but, did fucking good. He did a triple Hurricane Rana. Bandito, like, I think he raised a lot of eyebrows there. Like, yeah, hey, that like, was his coming okay. out party. Yeah, this it, guy. Yep. But the show was going They along. probably handpicked him. Oh, absolutely. Show was going along. The match was only 11 minutes and 48 seconds. Uh. Meltzer still gave it a 4.5 because five-star Meltzer driver. (laughs) They they ended up, like, before the Young Bucks went out, they, like, were calling the pay-per-view companies and negotiated an extra five minutes. Because they, like, because they they were like, we need five more minutes because they were supposed to go off at 9.55 local time because that's usually when pay-per-views end, like, pay-per-view pay-per-views. And they were just like, can we please go till 10? Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, the match went 11 minutes, 48 seconds. They got the pin, and it was out. It was done. Like, that was yeah. it. Like, cut to black. The pay-per-view's over. Um, it was a fun match. It was an entertaining match. It was a house show match. And yeah. Meltzer gave it four and a half stars because Meltzer's ratings don't... because it because Because it had the Young Bucks in it who will stroke Meltzer's ego, and there were no women in it. So four and a half stars. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Hell in a cell. <laughs> um so so all in um as a whole great time uh, it was yeah. incredibly important it was a great moment it was not like it, it wasn't this like great 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 pay-per-view but, but it, it was it, it was, may it, change things still which is gonna did, be interesting it wasn't like it was exactly what it needed to be yeah and they nailed it and i i could not be prouder of those guys and I am incredibly excited to see what they do next. And that's yes. why, like, Cody will never go to the WWE because, like, he got to do, like, he said, like, I can't take, I can't take instruction anymore. I can't be told what to do anymore. Yeah. Like, I, I think can't. he'll go back when Vince is gone. 
I don't think he will. Like, why would he? Like, he can he can put on his own pay per view that fit to, like twelve thousand people will sell out in ten minutes. That's fair. Why would he ever go back? That's fair. Um, so I can, hope he shows up again because I I still yeah. firmly believe we're gonna get so much cross promotion bullshit when Triple H has the reins. Like, I apparently, really believe in that. Apparently, WWE was meeting with Impact like a week ago. Just, just to like, oh, wow. not necessarily for like a working relationship, but just to like put a lot of things to bed, just to be like, listen, you know, it's, you know, we don't, we're, we don't have to be rivals. We don't have to, we can put that contentious relationship behind there's us. There's nobody in charge from before except Jarrett, right? And Jarrett never Jarrett's, really. No, Jarrett's not there anymore. Jarrett is out. Okay. When did he leave? When he showed up to triple mania, fucking drunk out of his shit. Okay. No, this is like, no, this is last year. Okay. Okay. So last year. Uh, with Impact Wrestling, um, they they went from TNA to Impact Wrestling, and then Jeff Jarrett somehow managed to con Anthem into, oh no, we this should be G, like this should be GFW, Global Force Wrestling, Wrestling yeah, and that lasted Impact, like three months, and like coming together. So at Slammiversary in 2017, like all the title matches were like title unification matches. Of the GFW and GF, he was getting GFW off the ground when I started watching wrestling in 2012. Yeah, they yeah, They were yeah. talking about GFW and they no, filmed, absolutely. They it filmed was fucking one, insane. They filmed one episode of TV for GFW that didn't air until like three years after they filmed it. It was, and but he still managed to get it. So they brought him in, and then at Triple Mania 2017, which was in. August. So GFW and everything gets together with them at Slammiversary in June, I think. Um, yeah. And Triple Mania, yeah. Jeff Jarrett showed up. Um, let me make sure. Global yeah. For, it became Global Force Wrestling from June to September. That's right. Yeah, it was Team GFW at Triple Mania, which was Jarrett, Lashley, and Moose. Um. Right. And it was it was awful. Like it was, he came out dr- like drunk. He had huge alcohol problems. So they ousted Jeff Jarrett, and but the problem was they didn't get the GFW trademarks from Jarrett. So they had all these GFW belts. They put all this stuff into GFW Impact, but now they can't use GFW anymore. So, like, at Bound for Glory last year, the Impact Championship was the GFW Championship with an Impact sticker over the GFW logo. Sucks. Like, it, it was a mess. It's uh, amazing. Again, like, just Impact fucking survives. How they managed to get through that. <laughs> yep. But, like, 2018 might be the best year they've ever had. Yeah, like, let's uh, go all, into Impact all, yeah, first. Because I've, from... I've been right, watching highlights on YouTube. Yeah. Past like, couple of uh, it's, weeks, They're, like it's they've great. been killing it this year. Like they had a little bit of problems around WrestleMania with Alberto Del Rio and all that, but like that, you know, they do what four pay per views a year now, and yeah. they've been great. So anniversary was fantastic. No surrender was awesome. The smartest that. thing they did to like just get a great shot in the arm was um, get a bunch of Lucha Underground guys. Yep. Um, fucking Brian Cage is X Division champion right now, and yep. he's awesome. He's just great. Brian Cage is fucking good. He's yep, just beat, good. Beat Matt Seidel at Slammiversary. Yep. Um, who hasn't been seen on Impact since, has he? Uh, I don't know. Not that I've noticed. Um, Austin Aries is, like, ridiculous right now. Um, he's uh, 
feuding with Johnny Impact, formerly yep. Johnny Mundo, formerly uh, John Morrison, formerly Johnny Nitro. Uh, who is now on the indies being referred to as Johnny Survivor because he is on the current season of Survivor. God damn it, Johnny. Did you not know that? Why yeah, he, he is know. on Survivor this year. Why can't and he just be called Johnny or Cool Johnny? It's because just, because it's amusing and fun that uh, he changes his name fine. wherever he goes. Like that's I'm, his I'm not like, really complaining. Yeah, like um, I saw a video of it where it was like I don't remember who it was, but like I I woke up this morning it was like scrolling through Netflix and I saw something about Johnny Survivor versus somebody and I looked and I was like if this is fucking John Morrison and sure enough it was John Morrison. Johnny Survivor, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Moose turned on Eddie Edwards. Um, Johnny Impact came out to feud. Eddie Edwards is with Johnny right now. They're doing some pretty good stuff in the main event. Yeah, but... Eddie Edwards had a great match against Tommy Dreamer at Slammiversary. Yeah. Uh, what's Eli Drake doing? Um, I don't know. The last thing, so this was another thing. Uh, the last thing I had watched was um, some weird... Huge Asian guy named Fala Ba. Yeah, and Fala his, Ba. I love uh, Fala Ba. Fala Ba's ba, great. Like, he's... Ba, su- ba, yeah. Ba. So he's just... Apparent, apparently, this is like... Like, what I immediately thought of, and it's not really true, but um, uh, the guy he's with, his name's like MJ or something. Yeah, because I, I watched uh, for a few weeks uh, where MJ and Fala Ba, like, broke up. Yeah, and he was like, "You're holding me back." And Fala Ba, like he, like MJ read a letter from Fala Ba, and it was just like written like, like Fala better than you, Ba. <laughs> you, you no disrespect, Fala, Ba. <laughs> uh, so Fala Ba is so good. Yeah, but um, it makes me think of like the camaraderie uh, that Enzo and Kaz had, except Enzo is the tall one. And Cass is the crazy guy yeah. who can't fully speak. But um, they had a match against Austin Aries, and they wanted um, Eli Drake to uh, be in their corner since it was technically two on three, and Drake was like, fuck you guys. Yeah, like, Eli Drake is, he's, like, the future of that company. Like, they have signed yeah. him for a long-term deal. He is really good, even though, uh, especially if you go back and watch... Um, uh, if you go back and watch, uh, like, Bound for Glory last year, mm-hmm. he is the most electrifying man in copyright infringement today. Eli like, he Drake. Is basically just the rock. Like, he just cuts That's, the rock promos. Wow. I should look um, that up. Also, um, like, speaking of other good people in uh, uh, Impact right now, Trevor Lee. Have you watching Trevor Lee stuff? I missed those. Oh, um, my God. Trevor okay. Lee is so good. He yeah. is... He's this like he honestly he looks like one of the bad guys in Fall or in uh, Far Cry Five. He's oh, from shit. he's from Cameron, North Carolina, drained by the Hardys, and he is just this hairy looking backwoods guy in the X Division in TNA, and he is so good. Oh my mm-hmm. god, he's so good. That's awesome. Um, but so what? What's had my attention for the most is uh, the ridiculously named but threatening staple of ohio versus everything um which i want to throw out real quick that um there there's this band this uh uh punk band called beartooth they're from ohio Uh and they just had a uh, album come out and the first song on it is called um 
is called Greatness or Death, and all I could think of is like, man, that'd be a great fucking Ohio yeah. versus everything song for yeah. them. Like it would fit yeah. so much. Um but well, their listen. shit with as I call the Lucha God Bros, which yes. is Phoenix and Pentagon, has been great. I watched the Texas or the Mexican Death Match or whatever with um, so fucking Legos and yep. staples and shit. And he stapled Sammy Callahan's hat onto yep. him and ripped it off. That was awesome. Yep. Like, Jesus, fuck. So, uh, um, OVE is Sammy Callahan, Dave Christ, and Jake Christ. Uh, yeah. Jake Christ and Dave Christ were the Irish Airborne for, for a while. Um, in, like, CZW and, like, in the Midwest. And they were in Impact. They were a part of, if I'm not mistaken, I think they were a part of Decay. Oh, God. Um, and let me see. Let decay me double lasted check. really long because I feel like Decay was when I stopped watching TNA originally. Let me see. It was a stable in pro wrestling. Oh, no, no, it was just uh, for whatever reason. I thought they were in Decay. I get I was incorrect because uh, okay. it was just Rosemary. I don't know why I thought they were in it anyway. Keep going. Um, uh, but yeah, no, they're they're so good. And but yeah, the yeah. Rocha God bros are Phoenix and Pentagon, who are brothers, who are two of the most talented people in the world. They have an amazing tag team move. Where it's just fucking um, Pentagon has him set up for the small package driver, and then Phoenix jumps off the turnbuckle onto the guy's ass and uh, double stomp coup de gras the dude's ass down into the pile driver. Yes, it's kind of like a modified amazing. It's like a modified melted driver. <laughs> it's it's a it's a flippy lucha driver version. Yes. Cause, Cause, there wasn't enough flippy lucha in the Young Bucks version, right? Uh, but yeah, yeah it was... it's it's gotten me really interested, actually. Like, um, listen, I've been telling you for months. I know that I know. Impact has been really good this year. I know that's why that's why I've been checking it out. Yeah, uh, Impact's Spice, what great. Do you want from me? <laughs> I, I, it's, I honestly, I can't recommend it enough. Like, if you just enjoy good wrestling, they have an incredible amount of talent, and it's all like independent like homegrown talent like i is there anybody in there who's made their name in wwe i don't think there is at the moment not really yeah like closest would be matt seidel yeah and then uh austin aries who left specifically because he wasn't big enough for him god you know, fucking yeah like listen impact's great <laughs> and all impact is great right now and it's awesome but also the top of their card is austin aries so you know can't yeah, everything can't which... be great like yeah i mean no like austin aries is a is a really austin great aries wrestler but fine. he's, he's a good literally wrestler. he's literally there and he's literally champion because he felt yep. like he deserved to be yep. like and it's austin a very aries, hogan concept austin aries is a very talented wrestler and he's a shit person and he is only at the top because he spent a few months in wwe and for, like, for whatever reason is his wife now or at least still fiance is selena vega right really I thought so with um, I, mean, I believe you. let me see with first. uh Andrade C and Almas, right? He was engaged to Zelina Vega. Oh, they already broke up, damn. Cuz um, they got engaged like last year. I don't know. I I can't say uh I I don't know exactly. Like I all there's one line about it on his Wikipedia Wikipedia page and <laughs> there is nothing about it on hers. <laughs> Fucking um, Wikipedia. Come on. Guys. I didn't realize she uh she had a pretty decent run in TNA. Yeah. Vega. 
under that name or something else? No, she was um, uh, Davina Fly, Rosita. Rosita. Oh, she was I, Rosita. Okay. Yeah, she was a part of Mexican America. Yeah, which, in like 2011. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about Rosita. Yeah, because Mexican America literally was just taking the place of LAX. Yeah, yeah, because it was LAX without homicide. Yeah, it was. Oh, dude, I think it was a, one of the guys who worked as with Camacho once upon time WWE. I think I can't remember. Anarchia? No, he was. Yeah, or no, he was okay. in. O, he was in OVW. He was never in TNA. Okay, never in uh, WWE. But yeah, no, yeah, she was in. Uh, yeah, she was in. She you know, wrestled all the big freaking. I forgot Mickey James was in TNA for a little while. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, she. Uh. God. Oh, she. They had the Knockouts Tag Team Championships, and they lost them, or they lost them. Uh. <coughs> and then they tried to regain them against yeah. Eric Young and ODB. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, she was on the uh, Indies for a while and then came to WWE. Um, she, uh, I don't know if she's playing her or if she's the stunt double, but she's AJ Lee in the upcoming, um, yeah, she's AJ Lee in the upcoming uh, Page movie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, um, no, yeah, she's, so uh, yeah, I she found something. AJ Lee. Okay, that's cool. Um, I found something uh, on Selena Vega, uh, her Twitter, August 10th. Was I'm saying this once we are not together and haven't been for a long time. We were certainly never married or engaged. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, um, Austin Aries strikes me as the kind of guy who would go around saying that he was engaged to someone that he's not. Yeah, he, he is that type of douchebag. Oh yeah, no, he's totally ar- arrogant, arrogant as fuck. Cause like, why wouldn't she say yes? I'm just a, I'm exactly. Not. I'm Austin Aries. The thing yeah. that, that broke Austin Aries for me is there was one time where he was in TNA and the ring announcer messed something up and he like like cut her off in the corner mm. and like got up on the ring and just like shoved his crotch in her face. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like Austin Aries sucks. He's too much and, of an arrogant dick. Yeah, he's just a piece of shit. Like he's just like at his core a bad person. And, like, that's the one thing that bumps me out with Impact. Impact is so good, but, like, the top of their card is Austin Aries. And it's just like, man, like, I, they should have given it to Moose. But I digress. Let's go into Hell in a Cell. Hell, Hell in a Cell. In a cell. Heck in a sec uh, was really good. Uh, Until it un- wasn't. <laughs> Boy, that's uh, <laughs> total, that's past a mania for, okay. So, <laughs> right? No, like, we talked um, about this. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, opened with New Day beating Rusev Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships to regain. And that's uh, op- taken a quick turn already. Right. Uh, open, God, all, when I see this Rusev in English story, all I can see is Rusev and Dolph Ziggler. Remember that? Remember that summer? That like. Oh, God, six yes. Fuck. It, no, I forgot for a second. The then you said it again. Worst story. Yeah, with Summer Rain. It was like a love yeah. square. And it, then they dropped it immediately because everyone got, realized how much they weren't into it. I got you a fish. Uh, just, I, One of my no. least favorite things is that people said that. And I will never believe this because it's bullshit. Uh, people said that the reason why that story was so bad and the reason why they like tried to break up Lana and Rusev on the air. Uh, or, like, they they started to, like, do the shift, and 
the reason it like went off the rails is because Lana and Rusev announced like on Instagram that IRL they got engaged and people were like, oh no, they're, the WWE's mad at them because they broke kayfabe and all that. And it's just like, this isn't 1986 anymore. They're not going to intentionally write a bad storyline to punish some wrestlers for getting engaged like in real life. People like to this day think that that's why that storyline was so bad was to punish Lana and Rusev for getting engaged and like, I didn't think about the storyline was so bad because of that, but I thought that's why they stopped it. No, they did not stop it. Like they announced that, and that's when it like it got real bad after that announcement. Okay. Like, and either so way, yeah, were, it was terrible. Yeah, people were like, "Oh, that's why they did it was to punish him," and like that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Like if this was 1984, maybe. Yeah, but the uh, same guy who ran WWE in 1984 still running it, so it's a toss up. But no, because. Like, they don't care about kayfabe anymore. Like, kayfabe doesn't matter. Like, they don't care about keeping up kayfabe when the cameras are off. Maybe. I feel like that that specifically um, was a different level because it was specifically about their relationship and stuff. But either way, I can't care enough if they if that's yeah, true or, like, or not because it was so bad it was so like, bad, but like, fine if ridiculous. it's not like, that's i'm you know like go on the network and watch the like bruce pritchard podcast i never yeah. thought i would see kayfabe being broken that much on an official wwe thing they do not care about kayfabe anymore like the cat's out of the bag and they understand that like wrestling like wrestling fans are more interested in stuff outside of kayfabe than not they're not gonna get they're not gonna and also I mean, I don't know what breaks kayfabe more than the fucking one-hour stand-up McFoley had about the exactly. Hell in a Cell match. Exactly. Yeah. It all breaks, but also... <laughs> yes, Mean Mark? <laughs> also... Did you watch that? Yes, I did. It was really that was, good. He called him Mean good. Mark. It's like, I yep. didn't actually say that. Don't tell him I yep. said that. Jeremy Borash was the moderator. Yes, um, he was. That was so cool. Good for him. But, He's uh, growing some weird, scruffy... It's weird, yeah. Weird thing. Um, but also, this idea... It's this, like, weird thing that wrestling fans can't get their head around. WWE are not going to, like, they're a publicly traded company. They're not going to intentionally write a bad storyline that would stop people from watching to punish a wrestler. They're a publicly traded company. You that's don't, super true. Do, like, that's the dumbest, like, that shows how out of touch and stupid wrestling fans are, that they think that that's the thing that actually happened. No, they have shareholders to answer to. If they did that, oh my god. Like, it's not, like, that's, it's ridiculous. Anyway. Speaking of on-air uh, punishment, Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy. <laughs> so Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy murdered each other. One of the gnarliest spots I've ever seen. Randy Orton got a screwdriver, stuck it through Jeff Hardy's ear gauge and twisted. Jesus See, Christ. When he did that, all I could think of is that I genuinely would have believed if Jeff backstage told Randy, he's like, hey, it's okay if you rip my earlobe open. Oh. <laughs> I feel like Jeff would have said that, but I I'm glad like, that I was that's not, not where they went. Like, I was like, I like, like, was like covering... My I had in my second monitor and I was covering my monitor with my hand. I was like, I can't watch this if he rips they, his uh, earlobe open. The belt welts were great though on Randy. Yeah, so like that, so that so Jeff Hardy Jeff Hardy had this like studded hot topic belt and yeah, beat the shit. Just whipped Randy really hard with it on his back. And like those little studs are kind of sharp. And so Randy's back was just like pinpricks of blood. blood. It was like somebody like, it was like, like acupuncture. And so you could see where the belt hit him because it was really cool. And then it ended with Jeff climbing a ladder, hanging off of, uh, putting Randy on table, hanging off of the cell, 
Letting monkey go. barring and then monkey barring. death. Yeah, Randy roll off the table. Jeff plummets through the table. The ref like calls for the state the the cell to be raised. The paramedics come out. Randy Orton's like fuck you and pins Jeff. Which and makes was the ref great. That was pin. a great heel so Orton good. thing to do. Fuck you, pin pin this fucker. Yep. Um. And then so from, he pulled a huge like inch chunk of like muscle fat out of his leg. It was yeah, gross. he did get his leg pretty pretty messed up. Yeah, I, uh, it felt like the, he had been stabbed or something. That was crazy. Yeah, uh, really good match. Uh, from there, uh, Becky took the SmackDown Women's Title off of Charlotte in a great match. Yeah. Uh, it was exactly what it was. This was the like everything everyone wanted, and people we talk still about kind of cheering like, her, cheering her now. We talk about wrestling a lot when it comes to doing the predictable thing, but sometimes right. that's the right thing to do. Like, it's what we want. Putting the belt on Becky was the predictable thing. It was the standard, like, here's the next step in that storyline, but it's standard for a reason. It was so good. Uh, great moment. I'm super happy for Becky. I'm excited yep. to see where this goes. Yeah. Uh, from there, a hellacious 25-minute tag team match for Dr- Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre retaining over Dean and Seth. Great match. Like, just go it watch was this match. Crazy. It yeah. was so much fun with a great finish. Uh, Seth like had uh, had Dolph up for something, and McIntyre runs in and, and hits Seth with Claymore his Claymore, yeah, with his Claymore was... big boot, which sent them both to the ground. And Drew or and Dolph just landed above Seth, and the ref yeah, counted fell the pin. into a pin, Great. which was one of the best fall into's I've ever seen. Great match, so yeah. much fun, super good. Uh, from there, we uh, AJ retained over Joe in a weird finish. Um, it it was honestly one of the better uh, fucky finishes we've I, oh, seen absolutely. in a while. So, because um, Joe and AJ are the guys who know how to do that, yep. probably because of their trauma absolutely. from their TNA days, where right. they had to deal with fucky finishes every <laughs> week, so, so they know how to do them. So Joe had AJ in a coquina clutch, and AJ shifts the pin, like shifts the hold to get Joe's Flips shoulders over down, him, but he's still like, held in. Yeah, so. The ref counted the pin, and when he counted the three, AJ was tapping out. And so and we didn't even see AJ tap until the it, replay, which it, it I was thought a was weird a very good angle. thing to do. I don't know. I think they should have shown it on camera when it happened because it felt like they messed up. Because like the the announcers are like, "Oh no, AJ was tapping," and like we didn't see that. It shouldn't take you five minutes to show us that. You should have so. like you should have that camera angle ready. It was because like, when they it, it when felt... they did basically that exact same thing at SummerSlam with Brock and Taker, they had the perfect camera angle on it, so you could see it both. Because like when the ref was counting the pin, he was on the other side, so he couldn't see AJ's hand. So like yeah. it understands that the ref can't see it, but we need to see it. That's fair. Um, I just like the reveal thing. It's like oh shit. Yeah, this oh, yeah. isn't made up. Uh, it, it really made, gr- I think it was because really of the way Joe sold it. It made him yes. feel justified because Joe seemed like a crazy person for those yeah, five minutes. But, but like, and it, then when we saw it, it's like, oh shit, this is yeah. real. Now I, yeah. I like that feeling. I guess I do, but I would rather have seen it myself so we could have all been like, yeah, he's right, and not what is he talking about. But he's like, the ba- but he's the crazy bad guy who just did a home invasion. So I feel like he that is makes the crazy more bad guy. Sense. But like, if he's the crazy bad guy, then and he's losing his mind and you want us to think like that, then AJ shouldn't have tapped out because then he's the crazy bad guy. The crazy bad guy can't be justified. Like, 
and for I us to so. think he's a heel. Like, honestly, that was a babyface moment for Joe because he did get screwed out of it because AJ was tapping before the ref counted three. Sure. Uh, yeah. But uh, they're going to a, like, a no DQ, no count out, falls count anywhere uh, match. Hell in the, the cell title. match? Oh, wait. Right. <laughs> At Super Showdown this upcoming weekend. We'll see. Uh, I don't think the title changes hands, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, from there, Miz and Maurice beat Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. I honestly can't tell you much about what happened in this match. Uh, I know Maurice. I know Maurice pinned Brie. Yep. So I guess now people are time. people are out yeah. for blood yeah. on Brie because she kicked uh, so Liv Morgan Brie, in the face twice and gave her a concussion. Well, she like so Brie gave gave Liv Morgan a concussion, which is a bummer. Uh, you know, and that's that's not great. It clearly uh, wasn't on purpose, but you know, obviously they should not. Ha- they should have ended the match. Um, and wrestling fans like want Brie Bella to just like go away and never be seen again uh, yeah, because yep. she hurt somebody. And you know what? That's interesting because you know who else has hurt people? Who? Seth Rollins, pretty consistently. Uh, he ended his oh, yeah. career. Yeah. People haven't been out for blood with Seth Rollins. What's the Joe difference? almost murdered Tyson kid. What's the difference between Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, and Brie Bella that would make people on Reddit really mad at Brie Bella? Huh. China. That's it. It's the vag tattoos. They don't like them. Oh. That's that's that, what it is. Yeah. Tattoos. Did I say tattoos? That, no. Let's no. let's edit that in there. Tattoos. No. Uh, but yeah, no, that's what it is. It's like listen, if Brie oh, yeah. if, if Brie Bella was Bill Bella, people would Because not. she's Right. It's because she like uh, partly because they resent the Bellas because they right, view but, them. Right, but it's the wrong Bella too for most well, no, sparks. Not even then. Like, no, no, no. For sparks uh, and stuff I, I, because yeah, it's always the, about yeah, you know about Nikki, Nikki only yeah. wanted to be with John and blah blah blah. Yeah. people were fine with Brie because she married the hero yeah. Daniel Bryan, and that's fine. That's what I mean when I say but wrong like, Bella. But yeah, so like people resent the because, Bellas. Because people try to attach it too. They're like, both Bellas need yep. to go. It was just Brie. I see what you're doing. You want to blame Nikki yeah. even though Brie's the one that, you know, did the problem because you hate Nikki for being with John. But fucking, you're very bad at this. Calm down. Like both Bellas, they want to, like they hate both Bellas because they are, the Bellas are kind of emblematic of, because they don't think the Bellas deserve to be there because they're like shitty, sexist, gatekeeping fucking worst parts of wrestling um if anything the bellas deserve to be there more than most they are the more bellas, improved the bellas than kelly through... kelly yeah than maria than yep. every single pretty valet diva yep. that came in the last like from 2007 to 2015 or 14 which, whichever one um, every single person who came in that couldn't learn how to do stuff, the Bellas are honestly the only ones who the figured Bellas, out how to wrestle. The Bellas put in so much work, and they care so much, but yeah. they're still pretty models, and so these people don't, they, they resent them, and it sucks. And it's like, mm-hmm. like when they said that like the first thing that came out where it's like, oh man, the main event of Evolution might be Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella, people got so mad, and I was just like, yeah, Ronda Rousey doesn't deserve to be in that. <laughs> like no wait it's it's nikki like what are you talking about nikki if anything nikki deserves to be in that more than anyone because like she had to like, Nick, like nikki and natalia like nikki brio and natalia those are the three that are still here who fought through the worst doldrums of broad Italia better natalia like, doesn't have a singles match at evolution does she i don't know no, like there are hardly any matches made at evolution like 
Like it's this still a true. A, like we we don't really know much. Um, I still but, think Alexa Bliss versus uh, uh. I mean, if Alexa's uh, back, Trish Stratus. Is, what happened to Alexa? I don't know, but she's hurt. She's out of the mixed match challenge. Oh shit! I th- oh yeah, fuck. Ember Moon is Braun's new partner. No, okay. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I don't know. Well, I don't know how bad it is. And somebody else is out too. Somebody else got hurt. Um, that had to get replaced. I don't remember who. Um, all right. Anyways, but yeah, uh, yeah, like the Bellas deserve to be there. The Bellas are incredibly talented workers. Bree is shaking off the ring rust, and like obviously, like it's it's like what happens sucks, and you can't defend it. But Bree didn't do it on purpose. It happens. John, like Seth Rollins broke John Cena's nose, to, like robbed Finn Balor of a year of his career, and in and almost paralyzed Sting. Like you cannot. Yeah like come foaming at the mouth for Brie Bella and give Seth Rollins a pass. Like yeah. you can't like there's only one reason why you do that is because you're a fucking Reddit bottom feeder shit goblin who needs to go the fuck away. Cause like you are you you don't belong here anymore. You are the worst of wrestling. Go home. Then Ronda Rousey beat Alexa Bliss. But it was uh, a twelve minute match and it was done very good. Alexa like, actually got in some offense. It was much better than the SummerSlam match. Much I, better than the SummerSlam match. I would say it was about fifty fifty. Alexa was really yeah. good in that. I don't it think was, she lost anything at all. Like I remember uh, well, you were talking about you felt like Oh uh, no, maybe. like she didn't lose anything in this match, but she hasn't like this should have been the SummerSlam match. I get like, it. This should have been the SummerSlam match. Yeah. And you can't have that squash match at SummerSlam and then make up for it with this. Like, Why this not? is a step in the right. Well, this is a step in the right direction, but it doesn't. That doesn't make up for the SummerSlam match. The SummerSlam match was unacceptable. Like, you can't undo that with a decent match at Hell in a Cell. You can't unring that bell. That I, match still happened, and it still I made Alexa look problem, terrible. I guess I don't. I don't like Alexa was a fighting champion. She's one of the most dominant women's champions in years in the WWE. And you have her get steamrolled in four minutes by Ronda Rousey. I don't Rousey. think she was ever a fighting champion. Her whole concept was being underhanded. No, she was underhanded, but she still beat people definitively when she had to. Like, she she yeah. won matches clean. She beat people. Like she she would she would she would go underhanded, she would get in your head, she would cheat if she had to, but she would still fight. Like, in like and and they completely like all that got thrown out the window. Like the, her years of like like since 2016, where she got called up and won titles and was at the top of those divisions and was great. And all of that gets thrown out the window to put the title on Ronda Rousey and make make her look like a joke. I re- like I, I don't they know. made her look I never like a felt joke. That, I, I don't feel that way, but I guess it's just like that'll just be something her- I'll hold on to because like, it didn't bother me at all because it's ronda rousey and it kind of yeah expected. exactly like they they didn't bother you because it's ronda rousey and obviously she matters more than alexa bliss because that's how the wwe has positioned her well, in the higher matters more like, but in the hierarchy of wwe obviously ronda rousey beat alexa bliss that bad but like that's more emblematic of the problems with the way the wwe is treating ronda rousey is because it is at the expense of everyone else it is at the expense of the entirety of the raw women's division uh because she leapfrogged everybody she is Dude. now the only person that matters and she squashed alexa bliss in four minutes at SummerSlam. now great that alexa it was a good match rousey put on a good match alexa put on a good match that's awesome uh i'm uh, we'll see what they do with rousey going like uh, ahead she shouldn't be in the main event of evolution but she will be because Again, emblematic of the issues inherent with Ronda Rousey and the way the WWE is treating her right now. 
I just, yeah. I, I, it's, it's Brock Lesnar all over again. Except now, it's not Brock because Brock Lesnar like was never here. Rousey's here. Rousey's here week in, week out. She's a house show. She's putting in the work. Good for her. But like, she hasn't, she hasn't earned any of this. Yeah. Like, people like Natalia. People like Alex- Alicia Fox, Mickey James. You know, people like the I or the Iconics on SmackDown. People like you know Ruby Riot. Yeah, they especially Ruby Riot. Just thrown to the side. Like they have, they have just been steamrolled by Ronda Rousey, so she could take the title, and just none of them matter. The only person it's it's and it's it's been the problem that they've had with in a while on the women's divisions, in that it was it was uh, Alexa and Charlotte. Those are the only ones that matter. But they would have like decent storylines, and they would put people over, and they would like bring people up. Like like Ruby Riot came out of her championship match earlier this year against Charlotte in a better place than she was before she went into it, even in a loss. You can do that, but and they they did that with Alexa. They've done that with Charlotte. They did that with Naomi. They are not doing that with Rousey. Nobody's coming out of a Rousey match looking better than when they went in. And I think that's, and I don't think that's a Rousey problem. That's not her problem. I think she'd be fine putting people over. I think she'd be fine putting on these like competitive matches and making other people look good. It's just the booking. They don't want to book her to do that. Yeah, and I don't. The problem we have with Brock Lesnar, I don't know who they'd have beat her. Yeah, that's the thing. But yeah, like, oh, hey, you've gotten, you've given Ronda the title. Wonderful. Where do we go from here? Like, where, I. They still want I, her in Charlotte for. Whatever I was about reason, to say, but, but is it, is I feel it, like Becky has kind of should deservedly leapfrog her, yeah. and I don't know what the fuck they're doing with Oscar. Uh, I mean, I don't. I, after that Carmella feud, I don't think it's a terrible idea to have Oscar off TV for a little while. Yeah, I, I think Oscar was damaged more by the Carmella feud than this with. I Alexa think Oscar was damaged as much as Alexa was. Like the problem I was, think Oscar was damaged more was what I was saying. I know. I right. think Oscar was damaged just as much. Um Okay, okay. But yeah, it's it's the problem was that's what we talked about before. Uh like you could have that exact feud that Carmel and Oscar had. Just put somebody else in there, put Naomi in there. Like yeah, I don't, don't understand why Oscar's first championship pursuits was gonna be fucking Carmella. Like nothing well, against Carmella, but that just it didn't feel right to do. And... I, I don't get it, especially after the 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 great match she and Charlotte put on at Mania, ending Oscar yeah. streak. It's I don't know. It's weird. Like it, they should have done it. Like yeah. it made it, it might have felt like they thought it was a consolation to Oscar for losing at WrestleMania. Like oh, you're still gonna be in the title picture, but you're not gonna take the title. I don't know. Uh, so from there we got one match left: Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman, which was. 24 minutes and 10 seconds and was really great for about 22 minutes. Yep. Um, um, they put on a, a great hard hitting match. Uh, a lot of hard spots from yeah. um, uh, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, yeah, uh, Ziggler and Ziggler all came out. They all ran out, got on the top of the cell, took a bump off the side through the announce table. Great match. <sighs> And then, then Brock Lesnar's music hits, Brock and we Lesnar's don't know where the hits. fuck we are. I, uh, if I where are time, we? If I thought ahead of time, I would have put his music on the soundboard. Uh, <laughs> his music hits to, to make me feel like shit again. No, thank yeah, you. His music hits. Paul Heyman comes out. Brock Lesnar follows him. Brock kicks the door of the cell in. 
Uh, oh, by the way, Mick Foley was special guest referee, yeah, and he got maced in the face. Yeah, Paul Heyman maced Mick Foley, and uh, uh, Brock Lesnar hit Strowman and Reigns with F5s, leaving them laying. Another referee came in and declared the match a no contest. In making hell Braun in Strowman, a cell. Making Braun Strowman the fourth person to lose their Hell in a Cell championship match. Uh, uh, they the should bank. have get, or yeah, sorry, they should have given him the Money in the Bank match on Raw the next night. They should have been like, "Hey, that was fucked up. Here's your briefcase back." But I suppose not. So I had a moment yeah. where I saw uh, like Strowman became the fourth person to fail in gaining a championship in their cash in match, and I could not for the life of me remember who the third person was. Um, let me for... see if I can do this. Oh um, boy! It I for whatever so reason. John Cena. John Cena. Um. Uh. I know his name. Damian Sandow. Damian Sandow. Then. Then. And then. Yeah. Huh. Fuck. Hold on. Yep. You're going through. You're going every year, aren't you? Who won it this year? Yeah. I'm trying to. Um. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot that Baron Corbin. <laughs> we need like a commercial break, like me. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Yes, that'd be great. Fucking like, Baron uh, fucking Corbin. <laughs> Baron Corbin. We'll be back after this. After these messages. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. Yeah, oh, God. lost because John Cena, like, shenanigans him out of it. But just, I was I was also just picturing the look on his face when he realized he could yep. cash it in that night when he lost. And everyone's yep. like, cash it in. They're like, you idiot, cash it in. Yep. Uh, oh, God damn. So all of this was just like, WWE is in a Wow, this is place. two years in a row, isn't it? Yeah. WWE wow. is in a weird place right now because their next like traditional standard pay-per-view is Survivor Series in November. Right. So we've got the Super Showdown coming up uh, next Saturday uh, on October 6th, which is going to be Triple H versus Taker, uh, Lashley and Cena. Like Half of these matches are house show matches. Half of these matches matter. Triple H and Taker, house show match. Lashley and Cena versus Elias and Kevin Owens. House show match. Brian versus The Miz to determine like the number one contender. Real match. The Shield versus Braun Strowman, Ziggler, McIntyre. House show match. The Bella Twins and Rouseys versus The Riot Squad. House show match. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe for the title. Real match. Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy for the Cruiserweight Championship. Real match. Also, Buddy Murphy has to win that match. Cedric has had a great True Cruiserweight Championship run. It is at an end. They are in Australia. Buddy Murphy's Australian. He has <laughs> to win that match. And and he deserves it because, man, yes. the, him in the, the two Cruiserweight tournaments, Buddy Murphy's fucking yep. proven yep. that he's, he's so was good. not part of a shitty tag team. They were he's, just not greatly booked. He's the juggernaut. He's so good. He's very, very good. I can't uh, remember if there was one match. He just fucked shit up i think it was a yep. uh, one of the lucha guys it was yep. great um then you have Zawa. no not a lucha guy it was against Zawa and that match that's was right madness yep then you have new day versus uh the bar for the smackdown tag team championships that's a house show match 
Oscar uh, and Naomi versus the Iconics. House show match. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte for the Women's Championship. Real match. Yep. Um, from doing. there, it's interesting. From there, you go into. Oh well. So from there, you go into Evolution, which I just clicked on, and I now know the finals for the May Young Classic. Fuck! Uh, I would have told you no because I yeah yeah. Damn it. Um, so I'm gonna scratch off. Off the who do you think's gonna be in the finals yep. question? Yeah, well, let's go to the, the uh, main well, question. We're almost there. We got Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratish, uh, Licky Licka, Jesus, Lita versus Mickey James, um, uh, Kyrie Sane versus Shayna for the NXT Women's Championship match, and then you're gonna have the Raw Women's Championship, SmackDown Women's Championship, and the NXT UK Women's Championship, uh, all defended, and maybe like uh, the women's tag team match or something like that. We'll see. Uh, and yeah. then, and then you have on November 2nd, what happened, uh, like the fallout from Hell in a Cell, which is WWE Crown Jewel, which is back to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, um, which is Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and Braun Strowman in Roman, triple threat Roman match Reigns, because why? Because it'll, because it pops a really, it's going to pop a really good, like, it's because it's a house show match. And like, it's going to big a, manly men. Because it's going to get a good... Like, it's going to sell tickets. Because um, it's big manly men in Saudi Arabia, and that's the, what sells. Yeah. Also, apparently, something at... Like, so, Crown Jewel is going to have something called the WWE World Cup Tournament? Yeah, I heard about that. I yeah. hope it's good. <laughs> like, I hope um, it's awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's... I don't know. Like, it's... All, literally, the only information we have is the first ever WWE World Cup tournament to determine the best in the world. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's cool. Like, hopefully it's good. I'm into that. Uh, just like, 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 WWE is great at doing, like, like, let it be a Triple H tournament, not a Vince tournament. Yeah, that was going to say. They're great like, at tournaments if Triple H is booking it. Let it, let it be the Mae Young Classic and Cruiserweight Classic. And uh, I would Dusty love to Rhodes. see that for I, I I hope it's like a real World Cup where they can have maybe one or two guys, but it's going to be interesting um, if it's all like determined through house show stuff or what. But at uh, least yeah, have NXT guys. That'd be so cool. No, I feel if like it it's was, got to. Like I feel like yeah. it's going to be like, like people from various countries. Maybe one. Like it's probably going to be like maybe sixteen people. From various countries, with like maybe the semifinals and the finals on the show, uh, and the rest happening on like NXT or house shows or even on Raw or SmackDown, maybe two hundred five live. Uh, I'm curious. I think that could be really entertaining. Yeah, uh, but you know, we'll we'll see. We don't really have anything for it yet. And so yeah, from there we go to the Mae Young Classic. Uh, first round of the Mae Young Classic is over. Uh, really, we'll really just run those down. Really great matches. So yeah, we've got uh, um, Mako Satomura, who beating uh, Killer Kelly, who's like the legend. Did you see the article they put on uh, WWE.com when they announced that Mako Satomura was in the tournament? No, it put her over. Oh yeah. So That's the video, the video package put her over. Like she is. I mean, they basically said in so many words, Asuka and. Uh, Kyrie Sane and Irishirai wouldn't even exist without Mako. Yeah, like there's the so her little thing on the website. Meet the boss, not the boss, the boss. 
the <laughs> final goal, the last boss. That's right. The last obstacle en route to victory. Mako Satomura, a competitor who has attained the highest available ranking in Japan, Yokozuna, as a result of a 23-year career, career career that began when she was 15 years old. Her kicks make opponents regret their career choices, and her Death Valley driver creates tremendous business for chiropractors. Satomura has put her blistering strikes to good use in the ring under some of the highest pressure imaginable. As the founder of Sendai Girls Pro Wrestling, she has been a formidable advocate for women's wrestling in her own right. A living legend in every sense of the word. It's clear that anyone looking to win the Mae Young Classic will have to go through Satomura to do it. Good luck with that. I don't know if they ever put anybody over that part, ever. Like, yeah. But that, that's the like she deserves all of that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So good. Uh, great match. Um uh madison rain lost uh mercedes martinez which uh, I, i'm only happy for because i really like mercedes and i wish nxt I, would sign I like, her but as far as i know she's not into it i like mercedes martinez as well um it's weird like it's so weird that they they bring in madison rain this like long time women's wrestler super talented great career and they, she finally shows up in WWE, and they make this big deal out of it, and she loses in seven and a half minutes, and then she's off to off to all in to sign an R. She goes to all in, and then she signs with ROH. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, um. Then we have Lacey Lane beating Vanessa Craven. I don't remember much about uh, Lacey Lane. She's literally Ember Moon 2.0. She's um, cute, yeah. small black girl with braids and weird colored eyes and she jumps around and does stuff and she's fine and i'm not really trying to be insulting by calling her ember moon but it's it almost feels like okay we gotta collect them all now we have fantasy um yeah we have fantasy ass kicking black girl now we have ninja yeah. black girl i'm sure that's we'll right have, she was you know, uh she was the basketball player yeah, yeah, she's like she was trained by the Dudley something. Boys. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's really um, good. Um, I really wanted Vanessa Craven to win. I'm totally into everything about her. She's like six four. Oh, yeah, she was oh, like big the mountain. No. Yeah, the mountain. That's right. She's uh, the mountain. The yeah. mountain. Um, she kind of looks like uh Abby from uh, NCIS, but I can bigger. See that. Like in and, her face. Um, yeah. Yeah, and this is a billion percent. A, a compliment because she's going for that scary like she has the horn um jacket thing and she's like yeah. she's like the sexiest ogre ever she is yeah. awesome i love everything about her i wish swamp. she would have dude i'm all about her like she can scare me anytime yeah <laughs> she's uh, so, awesome i so wish there they we have uh, uh tanara conti from brazil beating jesse uh elaban yeah, um, she signed Jesse Elbin or Elbin is um, signed with NXT, and Sweet. so is Conti. Uh, Lacey Lane is signed with him. So yeah, like half yeah. the roster was signed. Oh yeah, uh, Tony Storm versus Jenny. I like both of them a lot. I like Tony yes. Storm a lot. I really like Jenny. Uh, so I, like I, I was having these are the only matches my girlfriend will watch. Girlfriend will yeah. only watch the May Young Classic. I've tried to get her in anything else. She'll only watch the May Young Classic. Uh, we watched Tony Storm versus Storm versus Jenny, and I forgot. But Jenny comes out and she's super fashionista thing, and that's what my girlfriend is into. Um, that's right, yeah. Um, but she looks at her and she looks at me, and she's like, "Zen has a twin, and Zen is a friend of hers from South Carolina that I've met before, who's also a model and has that same like." body type and that sharp nose and and i thought i was like oh my god they are very similar so that uh, was kind of interesting 
but I like Jenny a lot. She was cool. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. What? Jenny got hurt. Oh, no. How, She's out. Dude, what's with, what's with all these uh, curses of the Mae Young? A lot of these girls got hurt. Yeah. Uh, so they had a fatal four-way for the uh, – it was, it was during the uh, UK special. Yeah, I can't wait to watch that. I No, no, the UK special, like, that they already aired that had oh. Mustache Mountain winning the titles because they had a fatal four-way between Tony Storm, Ginny, Isla Dawn, and Killer Kelly to determine, to, like, for a ch- shot at Shayna Baszler's title. Right. And in that Ginny match, wasn't in that. Yeah, exactly. It was a triple threat. It, it okay, was, okay, okay. It was, it was not when it started filming, and then got she you. got I hurt got really okay. early. And so I'm they tracking. just stopped the match, took Ginny out, restarted it as a triple threat, and just, you know... They edited it out then. No, no, like, they didn't even edit it out. They just, like, stopped filming. Like, stopped the match totally, took oh, Ginny out. refilmed. And then they started filming again as a triple... Like, oh, hey, this is a triple threat match. Yeah. So they just didn't use the footage of Ginny getting hurt and all that because it was so early in the match. They but could they, just... Yeah, they didn't even have footage yeah. of Ginny entering, right? Yeah. No, yeah, because they didn't... Yeah, yeah, like, that's what I'm trying to confirm, because the way you're yeah. wearing it to me is confusing me, I'm sorry. No, but no, yeah, so... She wasn't so, in the match at all, they, yeah. they, re- so, they redid so the match. They started okay. filming, the competitors made their entrance, like, 45 seconds into the match, Jenny gets hurt, they stop the match, they come out, check on Jenny, they take her to the back, Triple H comes out, says, this will now be a triple threat match, they, uh... Everybody gets back in the ring. They start filming again. So they use, when they edit it together, they edit in the original entrances of the three competitors. And then they cut to the start of the triple threat match, which is what happened after Jenny was taken out. All right. All right. Um, I'm getting it now. My bad. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, she got hurt in that. Well, that was several yeah, months ago. Um, which I think was... When was that? Um, June, so I think, yeah, July. I think she might be back and i'm pretty sure they filmed the may young classic after that so she I, th- I think she's back i think she bounced back i don't think it was a super uh big injury um because yeah when did they film these uh i can't see anyway yeah they uh yeah they filmed that in june but they didn't film the classic until, until like july August? so she yeah july. so yeah, so, yeah she, she wasn't out long okay okay anyway cool uh, and so then, uh, Hiroyo he's part Matsu- of the NXT UK brand. Yes. So then, Hiroyo Matsumoto beat Rachel Evers, who is Paul Ellering's daughter, who is Cash's yeah. Ono's uh, girlfriend. And it's weird because like she pops up every now and then, but like she's not in NXT. Like, yeah. She shows she- up a little bit everywhere, but like I don't think she's like under a WWE contract. Not that I could find. She's not in a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. But it is. It is creepy that Cassius is her boyfriend. Why? Because that because their age gap is like huge. Is it? She's twenty five. How old's Cassius Ono? Thirty eight. Cassius Ono's thirty eight. Yes. Oh my God. Did you not know that? He doesn't look it. All right. Um, but yeah. So no. When when they said that they were his yeah. boyfriend, I was like, oh God, Cassius. Yeah, I, knew- I didn't realize that you were that kind of dude <laughs> i knew that he was they've been together for like a little while like they've been together since like for like over a year um oh, gotcha yeah uh like like i'm not against it i was just not ready i, I was about like, to Whoa. say okay I was about to say, i've met cassius ono you shut your fucking mouth he's one of the nicest people <laughs> no, i've ever met in my probably, entire life 
oh no, he's probably a great dad. To, oh, I yeah. mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's one thing. Like, so I was Sorry. I went to WrestleMania this year, and I, I went to WrestleMania Access, and I got to meet Ricochet and Diamond Dallas Page and the Ascension. By a million miles, Cassius Ono is the nicest dude, and like I uh, could have sat there and talked to him. Believe you, I I could have sat there and talked to him for thirty minutes. He was just so friendly, so happy to see everybody. Like, I walked up and like I shook his mm-hmm. hand, and I was just like, "Hey, man, I'm really happy to see you back." And he was he just like punched the table. He was like, "You know what? I'm glad to be back." And then he like was asking me how things were going. He was like, "So how's your weekend <laughs> going? You enjoying WrestleMania and everything like that?" It's just like he was so good. Like I want him oh, to succeed. It. Absolutely, he's, he's such a good dude. Um, so then we have Maya Yim and Allison K. Yeah, I feel like this match shouldn't have happened in the first round. No, it shouldn't have. Because um, because these two people have a history, like they've wrestled together. In I the love. Indies, I and love Maya Allison M- K. She's not signed yet. Um, yeah. Mia Yim just uh, signed uh, like yeah. last week. Uh, so um, Mia Yim is great. Broke uh, Allison K's nose like in their mouth. They have a long time rivalry, match, like a year ago, and it feels yep. like it should have been. Like, it feels like it shouldn't have. Like, it, this should have been, like, a second-round match. But yeah. it wasn't because Mia Yim uh, has to go over Caitlyn in the second round, who beat uh, Kavita Devi, who is the Indian, who is an Indian wrestler, who was, I forgot Fucking that she Caitlin's was in. so good, though. I, I forgot I missed that, her, actually. I forgot that Kavita Devi was in the uh, Women's Battle Royal at WrestleMania. Yeah, I, um, I, when they said it, I was like, yeah, she was. Yeah. Um, um and yeah, real quick, great. Allison Case finishers the big D, which is a discus variant. I love she everything about discus that. Variant, and it was just like she like the, the video package beforehand. Just like, yeah, my finishers the big D, and I just like looked at my computer screen <laughs> and it was just like, I beg your pardon. I love her. She's awesome. She's, She's like pinkies good. up, bitches. It's great. Yep. Um uh, Caitlin yeah, looks Caitlin's, great with black Caitlin hair. Looks great. Uh, She's Caitlin a looks great. tattooed she, yeah. black hair Evanescence concert going milk yeah. and yay for everything. Caitlyn's um, great. Yeah, her great. spear looks dope as fuck. Yep, uh, Kavita Devi excited to see what happens with her, but there's not much to say about that match. It was only four minutes. Got long. a lot of practice still. She, she's doing good. Yeah, uh, Tegan mm. Knox uh, then beat Zatara, which I can uh, barely remember that match. That's yeah, I don't remember the one. I, which yeah. one is Tegan Knox? Tegan Knox is in NXT UK, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um Oh my god. What? <sighs> Happened. Where are we? Tegan Knox uh uh got hurt. Tegan Knox has an in- knee injury and is uh appears to be on the shelf for a little while. <laughs> yeah, um, no, this isn't this isn't good. Um cuz after that, uh we have Isla Dawn and Nicole Matthews. Yeah. Nicole Matthews just got banned from uh Yes. Work- in the United States because she was on years. the wrong visa and she's no, going back like, to. She wasn't even on years. the wrong visa. Yeah, she didn't get a work visa and then she came to the U.S. and worked. Like yeah. you cannot come to the U.S. just like with like a travel visa and do a job and get paid for it. You have to have a work yeah. visa. She didn't get a work visa and so she is banned from like the U.S. for five years. Yeah. Who won that match? It was Isla Dawn, right? It or was, was Isla Dawn. It was Isla Dawn. No, it was Nicole. I'm sorry, it was Nicole. Yeah, um, so she'll probably lose like the next match or something. Uh, yeah. Because... Um, well, I mean, they've all already all been filmed, so. Right, right, right. Um, I'm, I'm just saying, like for later, predicting yeah. ahead. 
without I'm giving away remember... since we both accidentally found out the final. Yeah, I'm trying to remember Isla Dawn. I don't remember much about her. What was her um, She She's the Scottish witch girl. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. I like her a lot. So, this is me being annoying, but oh, I hate boy. and find it very, like, insulting that they put subtitles on Scottish people. Uh... I think yeah, that's kind of shitty. I understand where you're coming from, but also... Like, it's still English. Fucking try. It is, come on. It is English, but come on, those Marvel mouth motherfuckers. Like, listen. Like, <laughs> that That's racist. No. Listen. Listen. If I... I have a southern accent. I It can get stronger depending on what I'm doing. I would not be insulted. <laughs> How worked up you get? <laughs> like, I would not be insulted if I was on Scottish TV and they put subtitles under me. Like, that's... A, I, I think... I like, think we're... Where it started bothering me was all the issues I read about um, um, the first, uh, ooh, sorry, the first um, 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 Doctor Who when they came back. What was his name? I lost his uh, name. Fucking, yeah, that guy. Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. yeah, Eccleston. The whole thing was about how he was Scottish and he wasn't going to connect with the the um, British uh, people. and Yeah, but stuff. that's more of a Britain problem, not an American problem. We're talking yeah, about America right it, now. I don't think it's that far. I, that might no, make that's, it worse. that's a British problem. Speak American? Because, <laughs> no, no. It's because the British people don't like... It's because the British people are shitty towards the Scottish people. Because the British people are shitty towards the people that they still rule. Like, that's I, more I of know. like a an empire problem than a language problem. Like, that's... That's... I, I agree. That is bad. I still don't understand why it's a language problem. It's still English, but that's... It is, know, but like... Me. Listen... <laughs> that shit can be hard to pick up on. Like, I ain't gonna I fault guess. anybody for watching Snatch with the subtitles on. Like, when, <laughs> when Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels came out in the U.S., the DVD had a translating book in the case because there was so much slang and stuff like that that Americans just don't know. Like, you need, like, English well, is not always... slang is one thing. But, like, even then, like, you still have to, like, English is not always English. Like, there's a lot of stuff there that can be hard to pick up on. Again, Pretty Sure, yeah, okay. Don was just talking also, about normal stuff. Listen, that's not just Scottish. I've seen that plenty on TV with people from Louisiana and mm -hmm. like like the panhandle of Florida and deep south Alabama. You gotta put subtitles on them because you can't understand what the fuck they're saying unless you are from that specific area, and that's fine. It just means that more people can understand what she's saying. She can get her point across more. Like, if anything, so. it's more clarity, which I think is a good thing. But I like Isla Donna. Like, I understand where you're coming from. It is English, but, like, a lot of people can't pick up on that stuff. Like, a lot of people, yeah. for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. Um, it's an accessibility thing more than anything. And more accessibility is always better, I think. Uh, yeah. But I like her gimmick a lot. I I don't know if she's been signed, but, man, I hope so. I like I, her she, a lot. She's in NXT UK. Okay. Yeah, she's yeah, so she's good. Cool. And then next we have uh, Rhea Ripley versus MJ Jenkins. Um, both are Rhea. signed. Uh, Rhea Ripley is in NXT UK. MJ Jenkins doesn't have a lot of experience. He's um, just doing P the Performance Center still, I think. Yeah, Rhea Ripley. I love, I love, I, Rhea. I, I love oh. how like a good 30% of the women at, um, at NXT UK are Australian. <laughs> right that's it's a great inclusionary oh, yeah. thing yeah M what mj jenkins is that um it, that's not no, no sorry no it is not cedric alexander yeah no. she looks like like she's later she, she has some more hairdo and it threw me off um so then yeah, we i go love into... ripley because she's just a six foot metal head and yes. it's sexy um, um then we have I, 
Casey um, Catanzaro. And... I was about to say a match that I have, could you could put a gun to my head, and I could not tell you anything about this match. I um, and... it was very similar, honestly, to um, Lacey Lane and Vanessa because um, Casey and Lacey are like the same height, and so is Rena yeah. Gonzalez and uh, Vanessa Craven. It was two six feet. It was a six foot yeah. woman versus a five foot woman, and yeah. the five foot woman won for both. Um, oh, yeah. Casey Catanzaro. Yeah, she's is, the American Ninja Warrior person, right? Yeah, which I watched like all those seasons, and I remember she got signed back in like February or March. I was like, "That's cool." I didn't nice. expect her to be in this tournament so quickly. She yeah. did a great little um like uh spin turn thing, uh gymnast yeah. style thing off the ropes. That was really cool. Uh, and from Both there, of them we, are in NXT. Yeah, from there we go to Io Shirai versus Zaya Brookside. I like Zaya Brookside a lot. Yeah, she is, of course, um, in NXT UK because she's Bobby Brookside's daughter. I like her a lot. She has a great look. Mm-hmm. She's very talented. I am very excited to see what she can do. That, um, oh my god, that fucking, like, her Hurricane Rana that Io Shirai landed on her fucking feet. Yep. Man, that was insane. The fucking the double knees that she hit uh, Zaya with. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so good. That that uh, looked like murder. That looked yes. like an axe swing. Yeah. Io Shirai is the one that like she got signed, and it was just like, oh, okay, so she's gonna win. She's she's well, yeah, like, because you know she was apparently Sane. booked to win last year's, but she got injured, so Kyrie kind of filled that void. But she didn't. Um, she didn't she, sign until like she three did months not ago. Sign. No, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They thought she was going to, but then she got injured, so she didn't, and she went back to Japan. Oh, okay. Um, um Io Shirai. Uh, Kyrie Sane, and then another girl from the same promotion. I can't remember her name. It's like Mia yeah. or something. It's from they were stardom, the three, yeah. yeah, they were the three that, um, after Asuka got acquired by NXT three years ago, um, Dave Meltzer said those were the three best women's wrestlers in the world yeah. not signed by WWE were they, after were, Okay, so, so I know I know Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai were both a part of the Black Otis triad on Lucha Underground. Was the third person also... Oh man, I forgot about that. Maybe yeah, I they were both wow, on Lucha Underground for one off match. Yeah, so yeah, uh yeah, she uh she there was like a neck injury, yeah, that like it wasn't like EO got injured, it's like they discovered an injury that they had to uh, Right. They had to work she had to work on before they could bring her in. Uh but yeah, she's great. I super excited to see where she goes. She's awesome. Uh, you know. Good for her. Also mm-hmm. looking at her Wikipedia page, she was in she was in... Uh, yeah, it was Ma- Mau I- Iwatanani. Yeah, it was those three girls. That's funny. Okay, nice. Uh, they must have known what they were yeah. doing. <laughs> so then we go to uh, Zeuxis defeating Ariel Monroe. Ariel Monroe is the wife or girlfriend of Cedric Alexander. I think it's... And... Yeah, they have a, Baby they have a kid together. Uh, and incredibly poor... talented. Oh, my God. I, so fun. She's so good. Um, All about... You touched my hair again. And she was... Right? Over as fuck. She was. She's yeah, she lost. So um, she lost to Zexus or something on those lines. Who is a luchador, and she is a luchador, luchador in that nobody knows what her name is. Um, yep. I don't know if she signed, but I think they want her to. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I think I looked up. They hadn't signed her yet because they don't have any women luchadors. They do not. Uh. Because, you know, I, I think it might have been one in the tournament last year. Anyway, good match. Yeah. Uh, I hope they sign Ariel. Ariel's super. Because she's, like, big swole. 
uh, which yes. amused me because at UCPWS, Universal Championship Pro Wrestling South in Memphis, Tennessee, at the rec room every other Friday, there's a guy who wrestles named Big Swole Justin Cole who comes out with a protein shake and a shaker and shotguns it before the match. <laughs> Uh, from there, we go to uh, Deanna Perrazzo and Priscilla Kelly. Yeah. Who are... It was uh, a Deanna fun match. Perrazzo looked really good. Yeah. Yes. Um, she's, she's in NXT, or she's going to debut soon. I think she'll probably fill in yeah. the gap whenever it gets gutted again. Yeah, she uh, she showed up in the September 19th episode of NXT. Yeah. Um, her official really TV good. debut uh, was August 22nd. Um, she was in a tag team with Dakota Kai, uh, okay, against Aaliyah yeah, yeah. and Lacey that, Evans that on, on the most recent episode of NXT. Uh, man, Dakota, I really like Dakota Kai. Yeah, she's great. She's so good. Or, she's, she's very, super. she's fucking cute. She's just a very cute person. And oh, I, yeah, I, she's, she's I, Australian I, Bailey or yeah. New Zealand Bailey. Seriously. She's uh-huh. very good. Somehow. See, they, they signed her at the right time. Cause if they had signed her, uh, this year, she'd, uh, she's, she's from New Zealand, which obviously means she would be in NXT UK. Right. Um, uh, and then yeah, last match was Karen. Priscilla Kelly versus... is, uh, just a, uh, Southern, um, page. Like she just looks like page. Oh Kept getting yeah. Flashes she's, of page the she's whole really time. Good. Uh, and so yeah, last match Karen Q versus Zia Lee. Uh, yeah, both fun match. Chinese women signed. Yeah, ch- one, one, um, like, yeah Zia Lee is from China. Karen Q is from was New York. From Chinatown, New York. Chinatown, New York. Yes. yes. Oh my God! So horrifically, the most white people thing in this entire tournament was Karen Q and Zia Lee coming out. Not a lot of pops or whatever. No booze. Just just quiet. Oh no! But oh, they, no, they bow at each say. other. And then they do, like, you know, Crouching Tiger Kung Fu poses, oh. and the entire fucking center just gets their feet like, what? Takes pictures and freaks out. They, the, uh, It's the, the biggest pop of the first round. I thought you were Absolutely. talking about... I thought you were talking about when... I don't remember if it was Ke- Karen Q or Xia but fucking uh, Michael Cole on the announce booth was like, they said they were... Like, she said she was going to make me some dumplings. And it oh, was just like, yeah. oh my god! Who was that? It was I don't one think of the it two. Was this match. I don't, Maybe it, it was. was. The, it was this match. But no, uh, no, no. That's that's Michael Cole who gives a shit. But no, no, no. Yeah. They do fucking crouching tiger, hidden oh, dragon poses, god. and the entire arena gives the biggest pop of the first round to me. I swear Listen. that's it was huge. I was like, oh my! This is the most white people, white I mean, peopling. That's oh, full boy. sale. That's, that's <laughs> Florida. full sale. No, that's not no. Florida. That's full sale. That's All like right. smarky. Like every person in that crowd is really mad at Brie Bella right now because those are the types of people that go out of their way to go to matches at full sale. Like that's why you don't. <laughs> that's why you don't have uh, takeovers at full sale anymore because they don't deserve them. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's about it. Uh, anything else? Like we got a. Got oh, um, two of the down. best matches of the month was um, oh yeah uh, I'm sorry I forgot Ricochet NXT. versus Ricochet and Pete yeah. Dunn Ricochet and Pete Dunn watch that at the least it was so fucking amazing masterpiece um, it had a foregone conclusion because of but the storyline still... but it was fucking like like they, all the that... finger shit yes. that Pete Dunn was yep. doing ooh God he's I, so fucking good I just looked at the camera like I was on the office 
It's so uh, fucking good. And then Yeah, like um, it was so good. But like like that match could have very easily been five minutes and then broken up, like with that yeah. ending. But they let him go for half an hour and it was oh my god, yes. it was so good. And um let's run through destruction super quick, just oh, like yeah, the highlight matches. Yeah. Um Kenny Omega and Tosh- Tomohiro Ishii. Probably as far Murdered as I've seen other. in the four years of watching New Japan, the best match Tomohiro Ishii has ever had. It Have was you, very what, good. Did you you got that match? Fucking oh, I, great! I watched it. Like their, I it. yeah, their match at the uh, G one was good, but this was I think twice as good. It was so and he, good, and the especially near the end where mm-hmm. Ishii was like, "No, you have to finish me." Yep. Like I will not go down until you put me down. That was yep. beautiful. That was, it was so. It was so fucking good. good. Uh, so and then, good. Um, um, and then yeah, Tai Chi, which is like a super intense, crazy opera guy, beat Goto for the Neverweight I Open saw title. That. Yeah, uh, Naito um, beat Suzuki. He's crazy. And then, yeah. okay, so Naito we had... got his for Suzuki, which yes. is a thirty-two minute match that I'll probably yep. go watch because. Uh, so the big Suzuki. thing was uh, Tanahashi was defending his Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, main event championship match against Okada because Okada and he drawed uh, in the tournament. Uh, uh, Tanahashi beat him. Afterwards, Jay White runs out, who also beat Tanahashi in the tournament and is a stable mate of Okada. Uh, They're both in, in the stable chaos, but Jay White is this big heel. He attacks both the guys with a chair. Yoshihashi runs out. Titus O'Neil's down the ramp um, and just gets cracked with the chair and gets busted open. Gato runs out. Gato is, uh, outside of kayfabe, the booker of New Japan. But in kayfabe, he was Okada's manager forever. Like, pretty much since Okada showed up, he was Okada's manager. But after the G1, uh, Okada and Gato uh, basically mutually were like, we're going to go our own way. Gato comes out to, like, save Okada, like, goes at Jay White, then turns, beats Okada down, saying that, like, Okada's a bitch, Jay White's a winner, like he's he, he's gonna he only sides with winners. Okada's not a winner anymore, so Okada he sides with Jay White and heel fucked. turns. Yeah. Oh my God. So Tanahashi still has been his briefcase. Gato, Gato Jay why? When? I don't know. At some point between now and oh. fucking. I didn't know if it was like I already announced or whatever. Well, I mean, it's gonna happen because Jay White beat him in the tournament. Um, right. So some point between now and January fourth. Uh. And then tonight, actually, when we're recording this on September thirtieth. Uh, and it's going to go up today. So September 30th, uh, it is Fighting Spirit Unleashed in Long Beach, California. It is um, uh, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Gazarian versus Chase Owens and Hangman Page. Uh, Jeff Cobb, Chris Saban, and Flip Gordon versus Goto Beretta and Chuck Taylor, which sounds really fun. Jeff Cobb, man, that dude. I'm very excited to see Jeff Cobb eventually get signed to yeah, WWE because dear God. Yeah, he was in a match at the UK tournament this year, right? No. Jeff Cobb has never set foot in a, U- a WWE ring. Not Jeff Cobb. Okay. Yeah, I, Jeff Cobb. Ooh, Jeff Cobb is Matanza Cueto. Like, he, uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. Cueto, that's it. Yeah, that's it. he, that's like, it. he, he, I think he just signed that. a new deal with ROH. Oh, my God. Um, he was in a tag team with Matt Riddle called The Chosen Bros. Yep. He, uh, he won PWG's Battle of Los Angeles this year. Um, nice. He's so good. Oh, yeah. like, he... And he's definitely probably going to get signed soon because PWG oh, my God. Is, is their scouting lands for yeah. WWE right now. He is so good. He is, like, for a guy his size, oh, my God. Yes. Um, oh, also, yeah. I remember when quite, when Matanza came and he did, like, a standing shooting star yep. press. 
He's fucking yep. like three hundred pounds, two sixty. Yep. Do a standing shooting star. Fuck. Also, um, he his finisher. He gets him on a fireman's carry and then spins him around a bunch, like spins his opponent in the air a bunch, and then uh, throws him out to the side. It's called the F five thousand. Yes. Um, so it. we've also got uh, Taguchi Japan, which is Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kushida versus Jay White and Gato. Um, Be interesting. Will Ospreay versus Marty Skrull for the uh, semifinal match in the Junior Heavyweight Championship Tournament. Uh, whoever wins that will go on to face Kushida at their yep. next big show. Uh, the Young Bucks defending the Tag Team Championship versus the Gorillas of Destiny, Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa. I think they're totally um, going to lose it. I think I so, think too. I think the Tongas are just going to have yep. all the tag belts and then um, not give a shit. Juice Robinson versus Cody defending his U.S. Uh, Heavyweight Championship. And then the main event, Okada and Ishii versus the Golden Lovers. The Golden Lovers. Such a I good assume, show. I'm very excited for that show. It's going to be so good. I think good. they do that live since it was since it's in the yeah, U.S. I, I 100, yeah. Like, I bet if you go Ooh. look at the New, like, New Japan World right now, um, it's probably like, yeah, it's probably going to be on New Japan World tonight. Like, I don't think it's going to well, be on Access TV wrestling. or anything. Right. Oh, no, no, no wait. No, no. Well, I've got New Japan, oh, no, yeah. So. I was about to say, because, yeah, uh, Access TV, it will be on Access TV. Because they have the American filming rights, right? It, it will air on Access TV on Friday, but it will be streamed gotcha. live on New Japan World. Nine o'clock tonight. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Make Yay, sure that's more local wrestling. time. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, I would hope so since they're in Long Beach. Yeah, no, that would be seven o'clock there. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, so yeah, that's about it. I think that's it. Um, anything else? Um, uh, Randy Orton is still attacking whatever babyface happens to go up against Shinsuke Nakamura for whatever reason. It's a weird thing. I don't get it. But interesting. Because yeah, because Nakamura wrestled Ty Dillinger on SmackDown this week, and the match ended yeah. in no contest. Oh, dude. Dude, for the love of God, can we have an elevating feud for Ty against Orton? That'd be amazing. That would be really That'd good. Be so amazing. Ty deserves I'd be into it. that. He's, yeah. It's his time. He needs to go. He yeah. needs to get his. Um, because I feel like I feel like Ty could be this generation's like Kofi Kingston if they just give him more time, more spotlight. Yeah. But like, like what, like what took... Kofi's singles run uh, were in 08 and 09. Yeah, but like I don't. I don't know if Kofi Kingston wants to be like that. Was still like he wasn't like he was still like yeah you're gonna have that's the US where he title won most of his titles though yeah like, yeah that's his, where he became his lower mid card titles like wrestling on the third match on the card that's like, he, still better than that the fact true. that we that, hadn't that, seen Ty Dillinger in like a month you are right now. that he was he's still on the card at least uh, yeah. which Ty Dillinger I, was not yeah that's a good point. Uh, also, any excuse for Ty to get you know a couple of titles under his belt finally? Yeah. Listen, I got to see him He's wrestle. Not won anything. I got to see him wrestle Bobby Roode right like, shortly after he got called up to SmackDown on an NXT house show, and that nice. was a good time. I remember he he ended up like losing or winning by DQ or something like that. Bobby retained the title, and then afterward. Uh, like Bobby, like did a show of respect and then tried to attack, uh, Ty, but Ty telegraphed it, dodged it and then hit Bobby with the people's elbow. And, nice. and there was a guy in the front row with a Hogan shirt on 
and Ty like pointed to him and like motioned for him to like rip the shirt like Hogan and like the shirt was like cut up so he could have done it but the guy was like no I don't want to do it and Ty was like do it do it he's like no I don't want to do it and Ty was like come on man do it he's like no and then Ty just like stands up straight gets a serious look on his face dramatically points to him and just goes boo this man (laughs) and everybody booed him so yeah that's our wrestling episode we will be back next week with the 90s one hit wonders uh, i'm very excited for that uh it's the gonna be a good time wonders. i am very excited to take like because these are the ones man these i'm sure these i like, guess i don't know yeah. what which songs are doing yet but like i'm sure yeah. these are the ones that are gonna like make me mark out hard yeah i've there's there's a few I want to do specifically because like uh, some of these are making bigger comebacks now like on radio play. Really? Um, a couple of yeah. Uh, there a few. I have a story or two. Okay. About some that I'm gonna pick, but yeah. Man, I got it. I got it on just lock. ready to to rock out to one headlight. Let's go. Oh, you want that one? <laughs> That's, an, which one's the one? This... Which one's the one that was Bob Dylan's son? That's it. That's one. That's headlight. one headlight. Okay. Yep. That's what I thought. That's, I just um, wanted to make sure. Yeah. Yep. God, what was that band called? Yeah, I'm trying to remember now. I can't. Uh, the Wallflowers. Wallflowers. The Wallflowers. With, the like, if you look up the Wallflowers, it says members Jacob Dylan, and then he's the only member, and everyone else are past members. That sounds it's, about right. It's like. Uh, it's it's like Motorhead before Lemmy died, where Motorhead was just Lemmy and whatever studio musician, so we could get to tour with him. <laughs> Fair. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's a fun time. We'll be back next week for that. I'm very excited for that. Uh, thank you, Jesse. You can uh, find us on Twitter at uh, Consumerism with a one for the I. You can find our other show, Pastamania, at Pastamania Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at NA Davis 47 and you can find Jesse attempting to find his Leave asshole with a flashlight and a map because uh, he doesn't know. You can find Jesse struggling to count to 21 naked because uh, he just doesn't quite get Twitter. We will see you guys next week. Thank you very I, I much. Skulk. I don't I don't respond. Goodbye. <laughs>